there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of To The Point Podcast. I've got Liz and Kaylin here with me as usual. How are we doing, guys? Good. Doing great. Doing great. <laughs> All right. Risk. Ooh. That is the, the word of the day here. And I want, I'm curious about how you guys think about risks from maybe we'll start with uh, like in, 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 a, in a workplace setting, <clears throat> you know, how is risk a bad thing? Is it a positive thing? Um, what, what do you think about when, when, you, when you hear the word risk? I get scared. I do. It's weird. I have this weird thing about I love new things. I love new ideas. And I love making things better. And it's like a passion for me. But when there's a ton of risk involved, it's super scary. How is change not risky, though? Right. Or maybe you don't view change as risk. Like, to me, every element of change, there's a big element of risk. I know. Yeah, that's why I just said it's like this conundrum. (laughs) Uh, I, yeah. What do you think, Kay? Yeah. I like risk. Like, I feel for optimization and the only way to move forward sometimes, you have to take a risk. Mm -hmm. For me, I guess I see it differently business versus personal. Don't get into my personal life with risk. <laughs> I feel like Ben and I are like the risk. Like, I feel like that's even way worse than personal, right? No. So for me, it's the opposite. Oh, I would take so much business risk and feel so confident moving forward. Right. Personal would be like, eh, like not necessarily to change, but as far as like um, some I- new idea or like, why don't we... I'm trying to think of an example. It's hard to think of a personal example that would be... Like, why don't we change industries for the whole business? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, that would be a good example. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel... My personal perspective is that a healthy relationship with risk is, is like, almost a necessity in in business. Because if, if, if you don't have a healthy relationship with risk, you will not change and evolve. And if you don't change and evolve in business, you will die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you'll, you'll become irrelevant. That's Blockbuster. Why <laughs> yes. right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. We, we all know those big brands, mm-hmm. you know, that were huge at one point and now they no longer exist because it was too risky to change, but the industry needed change and then they eventually just died. Um, so to me, there's that again, and the reason I use the word like healthy relationship with risk is because I do think that there's another spectrum mm-hmm. to that where maybe some people are like over the top <clears throat> and then you need someone to kind of ground you that maybe yeah. has a little bit less of a tolerance mm-hmm. for risk, um, to kind of balance you out. Me personally, I'm on the like, I'll, I'll take pretty extreme risk. risks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I, that's change doesn't really like scare me a whole lot um i I, i'll tend to you know hey let's dive in head first and we'll figure it out on the way down Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of my personality and tendency so and then jared's like yeah my co-founder jared you know he's he's has i'd still say he has a very healthy relationship with risk it's just different Mm -hmm. than mine it's different Mm -hmm. than mine yeah He'd be looking more at data. You're going on intuition and experience and excitement, right? Like part of it, like you're create, you're building. Creative my, yeah. My mind ideas. works. It's just like it, 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 it sees change and opportunity and change usually pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I usually don't 
think of those decisions like as quote unquote risky where the reality is like, ah, some of them have a pretty high like risk level attached to Mm -hmm. them. So sometimes I just need someone to ground me to like, Hey, see some of the risks within those decisions that I just, you know, see as, Oh yeah, it's just another decision. It's a, yeah, it's a (laughs) no brainer. Yeah. Certain risks are so exciting. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, there's the extreme that's like, okay, well that's a little outrageous, but when you're looking at a business and you're looking at small plans or movements and new ideas and not knowing how the outcome is going to come, but having like a team that supports each other and the ideas and the excitement behind it, then risk becomes, I love those kinds of risks. Like, well, what if we do it this way or look at it this way and think outside the box and not just do it this way because that's the way it's always been done. Like I've worked places where they be like, Oh, we can't do it that way. Cause we've always done it this way. Well, right. there's, there could be a way better, more efficient way or profitable way of doing something. If we just stop doing it the way that we have always done it, like take a risk and get outside of that process paper and like, let's see what we can do. Yeah. I think something that <clears throat> another word kind of uh, maybe you might say is opposite or like on the opposite spectrum that I feel is unhealthy is this thing of comfort. Mm-hmm. Like if you just, if you're a person that just always goes the, towards the most comfortable thing or the most comfortable decision, like, Hey, this is what I've known in the past. And you're always tending to just make decisions based on what feels most comfortable. I think that can be a pretty, um, a dangerous place to be. We so often have like very similar, like Sam and I very often will have conversations, but not talk and then both have very similar ideas. We're like, I literally just did that. Or like when I'm building quotes, uh, but you just hit it. I was talking to my best friend this morning on the way, my college roommate, and she's been at the same place since we graduated college, which is a long time ago. And she's just not sure. Like she said, like, things are not the same, but she stays there because she has this freedom from home and she's not willing to take the risk of leaving that, but she hates it and it's no longer like fulfilling her. And I'm like, dude, for me personally, once I get to a point in my life, no matter what it is, like if I get to a point in my life where I feel like bored or I know what the outcome is going to be, you know, if I'm going into like, if it's no longer helping me grow as a person and that could be anything, then I have to like reassess Mm -hmm that part of my life and take a risk to do something different. Mm-hmm. It no um, longer serves you like in that time. Mm-hmm. And I can make decisions like that very easily. Like mm-hmm. I've done some really impulsive, risky things in my life. Like, I mean, just even just like my car, you know, like I had to get my car inspected and <laughs> I, like, my, these lights went on and I was like, I'm just going to go buy a new car. And when I came home, my husband was like, whose car is that? And I was like, eh, it's fine. And he's like, I thought you were getting an inspection. I'm like, I just, that's a maybe that's not necessarily a risk, but certain things like that car was no longer (laughs) doing it for me. And there were certain things that I needed that were different now that we have a three-year-old and different kinds of space organization. And rather than being like Ben, my husband and like researching every car and going and test driving like 80 cars, I just went and bought a car and traded it in on that day. You know, I took that risk because I was like, I have, I made this decision and whatever I can move on from that. And then tomorrow I do my normal life things again. Yeah. And that's, I think to speak to your point there a little bit, like sometimes we can get in our own heads a Mm -hmm. way too much because we harp on the risk in a decision. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about just like obliviously jumping Mm -hmm. into a decision that you don't do your research on, but sometimes (laughs) you've just got to like, Hey, I understand 
the risks involved, you know, have enough of information. And instead of trying to get 10 times the amount of information more than what you have right now, and then it getting in your head, sometimes you just have to make the decision. Mm -hmm. At some point you have to make the decision that, you know, is risky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing that I love about risk is it can create things that like there's something that happens things that are usually very significant. Like there's usually a high amount of risk that's attached Mm -hmm. to it. And it doesn't matter in business and personal life or like, I even think of, you know, when Jared and I uh, launched boost point for him and I, like I, we really felt the risk, you know, that was probably the quote unquote riskiest decision I made in my personal career, like ever. But then I look back at what has transpired because of that decision and i'm like oh like that's the best thing one of the best things that you know has ever happened in my career and it came from a decision that at the time seemed extremely extremely risky and i I, i'm i'm sure that we can all think of moments like that in our lives where it was like oh one of the most significant you know moments of my life it happened because I was willing to take pretty extreme risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Mm-mm. I think like when you're willing to give up the status quo and move, like move into something that you don't see the end, the light at the end of the tunnel, that's when that like your own personal development really happens, whether it's personal or professional, but like when you don't really know, when you just blindly walk and step forward and it's like, whatever's meant to be will, yeah. will be, but so much newness and, stuff like if you had never done it if you had just stayed in your nine to five and kept doing your thing like how much lost opportunity there for this whole new idea that mm-hmm. yeah it was yep. birds which is so i think there's so we're talking a lot about like macro decisions here and like large amount of risks and stuff like that i think there's micro versions of this that happen every day, day though that like i want to talk about for a second here as well because i think if we can have this healthy relationship to risk. I think it can really affect even the decisions we make on a daily basis from like a very, you know, macro standpoint. It's not like, you know, we're making life-changing decisions every day that are, you know, have a, a ton of risk attached to it. But I think, you know, there's, there's small decisions that we, that we're like confronted with every day where our tolerance for risk mm-hmm. really affects how we approach those decisions. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the more we talk, it's interesting. I feel like there's, um, I think maybe I've internalized messages that people have told me that I am afraid of risk, but actually I'm not. And so I think as I operate like day to day, especially like I think of things that would come across my desk, email, whatever decisions we're doing, I'm almost always inclined to change something. Like if if it can improve in some way, like right. let's change it. Like let's, and there's a little bit of risk in that, right? Like it's not yes. staying comfortable it's yep. a, because the more you do the same thing every day, it's comfortable, quote unquote. However, it's boring <laughs> and life then becomes stale. So that's part of like is searching for like how to make things fun, enjoyable, exciting, and then brings new life and creativity from that, like from that risk, just the small things small decision. How, how yeah. do you, okay. I'm, I'm curious, like in your role in sales, like how do you kind of do that? I, th- I feel like sales especially is a role that 
you're confronted with that on a daily basis, yeah. like whether you, 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 uh, you, you want to be or not. I think within sales and in general, people who take risks, like myself personally, my husband is very much like this. Like if you are willing to take risks, whether they're big or small, you think you're, you're a little more innovative than other people. So you're Mm -hmm. able to, like you said earlier, like chameleon, you know, you match the energy within sales. There's a lot of conversations that I'm having in a lot of different industries and I'm solving a lot of different problems. And sometimes, you know, taking the risk with that client, you know, putting yourself out there. There's a lot of decisions that I have to make that I, I guess just empower myself to risk. And I always say in here, I think we've talked about this on a previous podcast, but like the ship is, am I poking a hole above water or below water? You know, if I know that I'm on a conversation and I'm taking a risk that's above the water line, I'm probably not even going to tell you about it. But then like last week I dropped a big ball and that was, I poked a hole and like immediately, you know, I took, I was like, dang it. You know, like I, I screwed up, you know, and being able to, Sometimes when you take risks, like I, I had just been doing, I had too many things going at once and yep. I like took the risk of, of doing that, of micromanaging, like a, not micromanaging, just managing a bunch of things at once yep. and knowing that you can drop a ball was a risk I took and I did. I mean, it ended up working out fine, but just going back to the beginning there, I think if you take risks in your life personally and professionally, you end up finding innovative ways to then move forward past that risk in a positive or negative way. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. you, you, a keyword there you, you, you used is in innovation innovate. Mm -hmm. Like I feel Mm -hmm. again, kind of an opposite of risk is is safety. Mm -hmm. I used the word comfort earlier, but I think it's like if, if you tend to just make the, Mm -hmm. the safest decision, it's like, hey, this is the one with the least amount of risk, whether that's in communicating to a client. Like, mm-hmm. all right, a, a customer that you know we're, <clears throat> we're hoping to renew or something like that. Or, hey, we're talking with this customer again. The safest you know, conversation can be you know, maybe the, the, the lowest amount of money or the, the least that we do for them or something. Let's just keep it safe. Or, hey, maybe it's their opportunity for you know, working with them in a greater capacity that has a larger um, you know dollar attached to it. Like that's probably a decision mm-hmm. you kind of make on a daily basis, Caitlin. It's like, hey, when you're proposing to new customers, it's like, hey, sometimes a a a, a deeper relationship that has a higher dollar value to it. It's going to be more risky to present that, less safe, but that's sometimes where the greatest opportunity mm-hmm. can be. You know, if we have the guts to present that with confidence. Yeah. I think a lot of when I just think back in my life, some of the best things that I've done have have been a direct result of taking a risk that I purposely put myself into. Like I even think about vacations. My husband and I are really into backpacking and like traveling and we stress our friends out so much when they're like, Oh gosh, the DeLucas are going on a trip. Like, where are you going? We're like, I don't know. We're going to fly into this little town outside of Yosemite. And then we're going to rent a car. And then I think we're going to fly out of this other airport. That's 600 miles away, maybe next Saturday, but we're not sure. People are like, where are you going to stay in between? We're like, I don't know. Like, and I, we take those risks all the time and that stresses some people out. Like when I tell them that we do that, they're like, horrified that we would just get on an airplane and not know what we're doing when we get there. Like we've talked about it. Yeah. In the office, you know, but like those trips like have literally altered my life. Like I feel like by just taking those risks, but 
there's nothing wrong with being safe either. It, it goes back to, we always talk about every, there's, everybody beholds a totally different personality and it's, yep. we need all of these different personalities to have these relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the the balance and yeah. the way that we complement each other. Like you gave the example of you and and Jared and leading boost points. Like those complement mm-hmm. like complement each other so well. But there is still an underlying basis of like being willing to risk and like and yeah. not just mm-hmm. choosing comfort and safety and security over growth or new horizons, but like you, you both might get there in a different method right. um, yeah, or a different time. And that's yep. some people can process things at such a lightning speed or get to a certain decision so quickly. And some people just like they really have to process through that. You might end up at the same decision, but like that process looks so different for people. So I think fleshing out things out differently, you just have to have grace and space for people to do that in their own timing. Agree. <laughs> um, rather than like we're going to make a huge company decision and yeah. it needs to happen within the next eight hours. And it's like, wait a second, yeah, you know, like people just need, yeah. Some people just need time to process. I can be a little impulsive in that way, but it's good to like have time to think through things. Can you think of an example like within the past or maybe since your time here at boost point that you feel you made a decision that had an element of risk attached to it that was healthy I think, I think that I can think of one customer that there were some really challenging conversations and it was almost risky to be confident in the conversations because of what I was up against. Um, whether it's, I, I think, so I'm not going to give too much detail, but limited thinking by the customer Mm -hmm. of like, this isn't working. This isn't a good fit. I don't know if we can trust you. I don't know if, if boost points legit. And I walked into each conversation as if they think we're awesome. Like I took risk in the conversation to just talk confidently, to present facts, to present data and really put myself out there and got pushback. But after two to three conversations, it was like, Oh yeah. There was buy-in. I could have kind of like shrunk to like mirror their energy. Like if I would have mirrored their energy or come into the conversation with the same perspective or limited thinking, we would like, it would have failed. Like Mm -hmm. I, I would have shrunk down. I would have been like, Oh, I'm new here. I don't really know. Let me check and find the answer. But which would have felt more comfortable, right? Totally more comfortable. So like, it's super vulnerable. Like the, the vulnerability is super high to walk in because you're, you're kind of exposed. Like you're, I was new here and, um, like, yeah, they're at a certain level. I did know, but I could have crouched down. So yeah, I think there was risk, but then, you know, at the end, um, eventually won a relationship with them and that like those conversations as crunchy as they felt in the moment of like, this is not comfortable, Ugh. like standing yeah. up for myself or, or being risky and just like asserting, no, we know that boost point works. And like, we know that it can get you results, um, ended up, you know, being able to, to continue that renewal, um, after pilot, which is cool. Yeah. So that's a great real life example. Cause again, mm-hmm. w- one thing I want to accomplish here with this episode is like, Hey, what does this actually look mm-hmm. like from a day to day perspective? Like how can I, how can we apply this to mm-hmm. our day to day, um, decisions? Um, what about you, Kay? Can you think I, of anything? 
Yeah, I, I mean, when I first started here, I came in and we were really focused in on healthcare and I had come from enterprise and like large sales and not that I, I mean, I feel like I sat in on every meeting and learned as much as I possibly could and did all of my studying. But then I remember I approached you and I said like, this is great. And I think this tool is amazing. And like, I was completely invested because I believe in the product, but I also came from a totally different industry and I feel like I rocked the boat a little bit, you know, took a risk to be like, Hey, would you give me the freedom to reach out to like some of the industries that I'm comfortable because then I, I'm way more comfortable when I could speak to something where I'm confident. I know what I'm talking about. Um, and you gave me the, like you trusted in me to be like, try it out, see what happens, you know? And I feel like we made a really great business decision together by taking that risk. You could have been like, Nope, this is where we're at and you're going to work. But you were like, I, you listened to my thoughts and said like, okay, I'm willing to, you know, back you up to take this risk. And that I feel like has changed. If we didn't take that risk, we would still be doing what we were doing, which was not bad, but because we did, I feel like we've grown so much also as a company. Yep. No, that was actually one of the examples that I was going to bring to you. Like you alluded to that is there's been a couple kind of milestones with boost point. And one of those was even a little bit before that is when we decided, Hey, we're going to really lean into the, um, the, the value of being a recruitment marketing solution versus just, you know, uh, uh, a, a customer acquisition solution for the companies and the brands that we work with. Um, and there was definitely risk attached to that because like, all right, historically that's, that hasn't been the problem that we're solving. Um, again, long story short is there was just a lot of opportunity there and looking at it now, that was the best decision, you know, we could have made, you know, but in the moment, you know, there was a good element of risk attached to it because it was like, Hey, that's not the, you know, if we look historically where we've you know, driven revenue from it. So it's, it's new. It hasn't been the same. It was less comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, than before, but looking back now at that decision, you know, it was one of the best decisions we made, you know, as a business, um, with the you know type of things we're able to do now today. That's awesome. I love it. I just, one last thing there, just the risk. I think with our team and how close we all are and how well we all work together, there's no conversation on the floor. That's a stupid conversation or a Mm -hmm. dumb idea. And there are so many times where, you know, at any given time, any of us within any department can start up a conversation with anyone on the floor and talk through a process. And we've been able to move forward on a lot of these risks in like the two years that I've been here by like verbalizing and, you know, we come up with these ideas and the plant, these plans. And because we have that communication, we're able to move forward. And even if there are these little risks, like you're saying, you know, like we come up with these ideas, like, let's try that. Let's do that. Instead of it being like, and every corporation is different, but instead of it being like a corporate setting where you have to like reach out to your boss who has to reach out to their boss who has to, and then nothing gets done. Like we can, take those collective steps together to take either small or big risks and then like for, for the forward movement of the company, yeah. which is super cool. Yeah. Um, I know we don't wrap up here quickly, but th- there's one more thing I wanted to talk to talk about that you made me think about is with risk. There is definitely a lot of failure that's going mm-hmm. to result <clears throat> If you're willing to take risk. And yeah. I think that's a big element of having a healthy relationship with risk is being okay with a certain amount of failure mm-hmm. as well. Because if you have a tolerance for a certain amount of failure, it gives you the freedom to take 
a certain amount of risk, you know, that you need to, because I think it's kind of a high in the pie type of idea as far as like, Oh, if every risk that I take, you know, in my life, it'll work out and I'll never fail. No, like there will be (laughs) failure (laughs) at times, um, you know, when you take risk. And I think it's important to have an environment where a certain amount of failure, you know, is okay. If you're, you know, have the freedom to you know make decisions mm-hmm. and failure is not a bad thing either i think that every time that i come across something that i goes wrong a different way than i thought it was going to you and maybe it's because i'm an optimist and that's the way like i live but i can always try to look at the situation and find some sort of constructive criticism to better myself for the next time that i come up with a situation that's similar yes like you i mean you're gonna have some not going to, you know, there's going to be some bigger ones and there's going to be little ones, you know, but how do you move past that and continue forward is the, at the end of the day. Like hopefully all the hotels aren't booked when you land I outside mean, Yosemite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, weren't. we stayed in Good. like six so, like, different it worked cities. Out. Yeah. I mean, it was great. So you can just like make it work and yeah. the risk was worth it. It was so worth yeah. it. Can't wait to do it again in April. <laughs> so great. Love it. All right, guys. Well, hey, thanks so much for your time here on today's episode. And to everyone listening, thank you as well. And we'll see you on the next one.